It's the World Joy Movement Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the World Joy Movement Podcast, where we're bringing together trailblazers to shape a more joyful world, one powerful conversation at a time. Because the only way to move the world is to first be moved yourself. I'm Niyama Shang, founder of the World Joy Movement. Want to play? Hello, my name is Niyama Zhang. <laughs> uh, psych, uh, but uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to another World Joy Movement conversation. Um, my, name, my name is Niyama Zhang. I'm the founder of the World Joy Movement. And this is a movement here that is really about bringing together people to champion and shape a truly joyful world. True joy means different things to different people. And in our space, what we hold, one of the things that we hold joy to be is not just happiness, not just the emotion of happiness, but it's actually the state or energy of being in joy. What that might mean is that we, you might see tears come out in our conversation. You might feel anger come out in our conversation. And yet we can still experience the joy, the joy of bitterness, the joy of isolation. We can be in all of those different emotions here in this conversation. We gather on a regular basis to engage in conversations uh, with one another as individuals, as people, and as leaders, as leaders in our life and as leaders in the spheres of influence that we have. And one of the, the key elements when we come together in the World Joy Movement, the element that shines most brightly is that we are actively modeling the world that we would want to see in the future. We're actively modeling the world that we want to see in the future. So the way that we connect with each other, the way that we inter interact with each other, we are actually able to bypass most of the common unspoken rules and etiquette of how, how we should be. And instead we adopt the way that we really want to be with each other. We let down anything about having to find out about like, do I trust someone or not? And instead just practice being in trust with people. Practice being do I, like wondering, do I put on a mask or who should I be in this space? And instead just practice being ourselves in this space. And one of the things that you'll find here in every one of our conversation is this. The content is always secondary to the context. The content is always secondary to the context. So what that means here is that we're gonna be engaging in a conversation around a specific topic. Today, we're talking about the day everything changed and we're sharing our, our stories and journeys of awakening, that specific moment of when the world that we saw completely, the way that we saw the world completely shifted, right? But while we're having that conversation, I'm going to invite you to also pay attention to how we are having the conversation. What are the questions that we are bringing to the table that makes people feel more included, that makes them feel safer? What is our body language through even just the, you know, um, the dimensions of this Zoom window uh, that lets people know that, that we're really here and that we're truly present? Pay attention to the context. Pay attention to, the, to why a question comes up in the way that it does. Pay attention to yourself as you are experiencing this and also watching this to see what moves you. And then ask yourself the deeper question of not just what moved me, but why did that move me? 
If we can get into the space of giving ourselves a chance to understand the underlying principles behind how we really connect and no, not just connect, how we relate and interrelate with each other. We can show up in the world in a place that, that embodies more belonging for ourselves as individuals so that we can belong with other people anywhere we go. And that to me is a truly joyful thing to simply be able to be in the world and have that be enough and everything. So we'll play here today. Uh, we get a chance to explore a conversation on the day everything changed. Uh, these are stories of awakening. Now, in, for today's conversation, uh, we are using an open forum structure. The open forum structure is, uh, is a structure where we actually share the mic and give everyone an opportunity to respond with a story that is in alignment with the theme of the day. Now, the, there are a couple things in here that are important. One, it's a response, right? So we're giving people a chance to not just react, but to actually take some time, take a breath and choose how they want to respond in and around that theme. Now, it might be a, a response to something that, something that occurred earlier, what someone else had said. The thing that we choose to do in this space, though, is that we choose to own our stories as ourselves. So one of the things that I invite, uh, invite you to, to take into consideration is that we will not be in this space responding back to one another or building off one another or saying like, oh, in addition to, or my story is very similar. We'll find, we'll create some space for that after we do our shares, if we have time for that in, in the space of the open forum. But this is an opportunity to simply allow the share to be shared into the space and to let people both witness you and experience their own transformation or go on their own journey as a result of the story that you shared. If there's any, like, uh, let me just check in here with, with you that are in, in this room. Does that, do you have any questions about that? Do you, like, from a standing point here around us, essentially sharing with the intent of sharing, we'll have five minutes to share um, uh, for each. We'll just tell the story in five minutes. At the end of five minutes, or as the five minutes comes, you might see me uh, put up a finger. Uh, that finger will will denote that we have about one minute left. I'm not going to be, um, I, I want to stay present with you. So I'm not going to be like four minutes, like I have a timer here. Um, but I will be be like, we're about the time for us to to start wrapping up uh, or wrap up there. We'll take a collective breath together after the story is shared so we can acknowledge it. And then we'll give space for the next person to um, to share in this space. And then after we, we go through and, and we've everyone's had a chance or depending on the amount of time, the, the number of people who are able to share have finished sharing, we can then open it up for additional conversation and, uh, and such from there. I want to give space for the open forum um, element and to honor the elements of we're sharing stories. Uh, we, are, uh, we are both listening and receiving those stories. Um, and we're just allowing the person to share whatever needs to be shared in this moment. All right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 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 So I get excited uh, about, about all of this here. And um, what I want to do is give us all a chance to get to know each other. Um, I think that's one of the things that 
this this is a space I, I like to say if we're meeting on Zoom, then like I better talk. Like if I otherwise otherwise I might as well listen to this as a podcast or watch it on YouTube, right? So uh, for those of those of us that are here, I want to make sure that you get a chance to talk. But I want to go beyond this getting a chance to talk because we're here in a movement together. And one of the things that I'm finding about the World Joy Movement as this continues to grow is that conversations might be our vehicle change. It's the it's a way that we are a concrete way of moving things forward. But like the the actual path, the uh, the roads, the highways and such is our community and the, and the way that we relate with each other. So in a little bit here, what I'm going to do is uh, give you both an opportunity to go into a space where we're going to have a breakout room. And in that breakout room, I just want to give you all a chance to just get to know each other privately. You know, uh, sometimes we'll do this here in, in our spaces to give you all your own space. It won't be that long. It'll be it'll feel too short. And at the same time, I want to give I want to give you some space to simply be with one another. When you're in the breakout room, that space won't be recorded. Um, and then uh, when you come back out here, we'll we'll continue on the conversation. We'll give you a chance to to introduce yourself to the rest of the community uh, once you come back. But I want to make sure that that you all have uh, a chance to get to know each other, uh, get to know each other first, right? <laughs> So the invitation here is uh, in just a bit, I'm going to bring you into a breakout room where you'll be sucked in and you can have, have a conversation um, on, on yourself and for yourself. And my invitation is for each of you to go in that room and to connect with each other by declaring who you are in the world, by declaring who you are in the world. Um, what that, what that means is like, it's not, ne- it's not necessarily the history of all the things that you've done or even the, 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 the job that you're in uh, or, or the thing that you're working toward in the future. Now, I, I'm going to give you an opportunity to introduce yourselves and get to know one another from the standpoint of the true declaration of, of what you stand for in the world and who, and who you are being. I would like to uh, welcome Mary to the conversation here as well. Mary, it's good to Hi, have you Mary. here. Hey. In, in just a bit here, I've just been setting this up for today's conversation. When you like, what we're going to do is we're going to break, go into breakout rooms right now, so you get a chance to um, to actually connect with with, with everyone in here, and then we're going to come in here and uh, we will continue on with the conversation that that we're having. Right? Um, the prompt for the for the breakout room here for you all to get to connect is to actually state yourself in a sense of uh, declaration. So, who are you? And by declaring it. It's not necessarily what you've done in the past, the jobs that you had, like all that stuff. It's the declaration of, of like what you stand for in the world right now. I'll give you an example. Hi, my name is Niyama Shang, and I am the leader of the World Joy Movement. It is a global movement that has members from all across the, the, the world coming together to engage in deeply meaningful and impactful conversations where we're not only just having the conversation at a surface level, but we're also almost defining the curriculum and the tools and resources that people will use for the upcoming era to connect with each other. That's who I am. And it's an absolute pleasure to be here with you. I actually started saying that about six months before, three months before um, the World Joy Movement actually came to life here. And so I want to give us a chance to, to, for us to meet each other in that capacity so that we know who we are to each other in this space and we can, we can continue our conversations from that place. 
that sound good? Mm-hmm. All righty then. So um, let's go. I'm going to break you. I'm going to give you all three of you a chance to go into a breakout room. You'll have five minutes. Uh, I still get six minutes in there. So everyone has at least two minutes uh, in, in, in that space. Um, the way that it works with me with breakout rooms is that like, I'll leave you all to manage your own time. So if one person takes five minutes, that's what happened. Uh, if, but I'll leave you all to, to manage your time in there. Uh, and we'll come back in uh, uh, accordingly. Okay. Um, when you get the, um, the, there'll be a countdown of 60 seconds so that you know to come in. You don't, you don't need to come back in. It will automatically bring you back in. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. I'm glad that y'all getting a chance to know each other. Happy declaring. See you soon. Hey there, World Joy Movement. Uh, Niyama here. Uh, everyone's still out in the breakout room, but sometimes when we're in breakouts, I like to uh, come out and just talk to you all and kind of let you know uh, what's going on, what are some of the things I'm thinking, and other ways that you can come in, uh, participate in conversations. So what we broke, I, I wanted to share a little bit about why I put them in, in the breakout room here. Um, we are in a space here where we get a chance to actually build our connective tissue and, and really make sure that um, essentially we're able to facilitate and accelerate deeper connection, deeper levels of trust, um, and, and deeper levels of relaxation. So from one standpoint here, um, the thing that, and the other part that I will say is that it also deepens the presence. So that, such that any person that's in this room actually has already physically entered this space. There's a way that they can relax and simply be in the conversation knowing that uh, they've already joined, that they're already a participant. And so we give opportunities for breakout rooms like this uh, inside of the World Joy Movement uh, at various times to to really help accelerate and and create deeper connections and bond. And it's from that time and taking this time at the onset of a conversation, um, it actually gives us more space to be able to go even deeper much faster. I actually want to build off the idea of, of taking the time. We're about to, we've gone through a number of minutes in this session so far, and we haven't even really gotten into conversation yet, or so it would seem. But the conversation began with the way that we started the conversation, with laughter, with, with uh, an opportunity of, of stating something and then changing it, changing the energy and the atmosphere immediately so that we can come in and feel, again, relaxed, but be in that joyful energy. And then we set the time off the bat to, to set the stage for the importance of the conversation. We set the stage so that, so, that we were, so that the space was created for a deeper conversation, for a conversation that is different than where we would normally go. And that was done very intentionally to give people a chance to see that and a chance to be with all that. So in just a few seconds, everyone's about to come and join us back in here. They don't even know that this part of the conversation took place. It's, it's a fun thing I like to do. Um, I'm going to invite you now to come and join us inside of the World Joy Movement. You can go to beworldjoy.com to um, gain access to this community that we're using to drive uh, a, a whole movement forward, to be able to create and move people through our connections and then showing up in the world with one another more deeply. We have conversations almost every single day uh, of varying degrees of depth and connection, uh, ranging from places, times where we come together to uh, fill our energy, that joyful energy, uh, to uh, to hot seat coaching experiences, 
to roundtables and uh, and other types of ways for us to continue to collide and to get to know some truly amazing people who care about the the future of the world overall and have chosen to show up as a leader or at least an influencer in the truest sense of the world word within their uh, sphere of influence. So come to uh, beworldjoy.com and come join the platform that where, where we're having all these conversations. Once you get here, you'll see a calendar of upcoming conversations. You'll be able to see uh, and join the conversations from there. All right. We're in. Game is back on right now. Hello and welcome back to to this space here. I love uh, I love having these breakout rooms because when we come back out, like everyone's always smiling. It's just like I'm like I never know what happens inside of it, but it's like there's there's just a a level of like connecting with that. So uh, I'm glad to have you all in here. I'm glad you all got a chance to uh, to connect here with each other. Um, you all know each other here, and like you've also been able to declare who who you are. Uh, what we're going to do now, we're going to shift into the, the, the bulk of the open forum. And so what we're going to do is each of us is going to get an opportunity to share for about five minutes. I think we can still do that. Yes. In this time. And uh, about five minutes, one story of, of how, of when we, of when everything changed, our, a, a story of awakening. Uh, I'll give an example of, of, of one myself to kind of, to, to help us uh, start off here um and my invitation for each of us in this conversation is to take a breath and choose choose a story choose a story that we may not normally tell choose a story that feels like that that most people may not see or may not even feel like it's all that relevant here feel free to choose a story that that like how do i say it i I find this to be really important from like a um, a practical standpoint, because a number of us here, we are leaders in our worlds. We are leaders in as coaches, we're leaders as, as entrepreneurs, uh, as business owners and beyond. And part of what really connects us with others is our story. And, and, and while we're out there helping other people move forward, uh, many people don't all often know how we got to where, to where we got to. And so what we're really going to do is use this as an opportunity to also just see and define and, and start practicing sharing one of the major inflection points uh, in our world. Okay. Awesome. So what will happen here is that um, when I'll, I'll share, and when I finish sharing, someone can just either raise their hand or just unmute the mic and then we'll go. We're, there's no real order to this, but just, just an openness. And if you choose to, to say that today you want to listen, that, that is also fine. Just let us know. Um, and that, that'll be good. All right. Awesome. So today, in October of 2019, um, I came to a realization, and I was I was sitting in a group coaching experience where I was where I was sitting with some very powerful coaches and a one day mastermind. I'd known this group of people for uh, a couple of months now, and I had joined that mastermind with a specific intention of learning how to lead a movement. Uh, I came in back in 2019. I'm like, I, I, I want to be here to learn to, to lead a movement. And we were sitting in that circle, and I had gotten some feedback from the, the leader who was coaching everyone. And this feedback was, uh, Nemo, you're, 
the way that you talk is is too abstract. I'm not I'm not able to understand really um, what you're trying to get across. And I remember being in that moment, hearing hearing that feedback, and just actually being quite upset and upset upset and angry because I was sitting in a circle where I'm like, there are people here who um, like there are people in this community that do tarot card readings and can like talk about chakras and are shamans and can speak to all these things. And yet you can't understand me. Like I don't understand because I can understand all of y'all and this stuff is not the easiest thing to understand. Like, is it, is it my, is it my fault that you're not working hard enough? And that was the feeling I was feeling. Uh, and I was encouraged then uh, by, by the leader to like, well, just bring in more emotion. Like, let us know what you're actually feeling as you're telling us these stories. And I remember thinking to myself, you want to know emotion? Here we go. Uh, and I shared this story. And the story that I'll share, it, this, the story was the story of belonging for me. The, the moment that, um, that, I, that I had felt like I had accomplished something. And the people in my life were like, can you believe that out of all of us, Niyama is the one who, uh, who got uh, into, that, into that space? who got that achievement. What's interesting for me was after I said it, the person to my left came and had a response. And her response was, I have to say this. You have this beautiful name, Niyama, and you're going around using this name Nemo, which literally in Latin means no one. Why are you not using the powerful name that your parents gave you? And I remember hearing this and immediately dismissing it. <laughs> it was one of those thanks but no thanks. Um I I'm good. I know that I am Nemo. I know who I am. And right afterwards, uh a gentleman uh came and, and he said, I'm gonna sit at the edge of my seat right now and I'm gonna share something with you because you need to hear this. I'm gonna speak and I'm gonna project this. And he said, Nemo, you do not need to make anyone else feel safe. You are a big, black, bold, beautiful man. And when you're that, we understand you and you're clear and you make sense. But when you are being velvety and, uh, and all around white, it, then we lose something. It's because we can't trust. We don't know what's there. We don't know who you are. We, we were missing something meaningful. So just know this, like... If you are being you, we understand that. And it's not your job to keep anyone else safe. Now that for me led to a transformation within me um, because I didn't realize that I had up until that point, the way that I was showing up in the world was to create safety for others. The smile, the the openness, the, even the joy and the jolliness was all around creating safety uh, for others. Why? Because if, because in making things safe for others, I was actually protecting myself. As a black man, if they, if I felt that they didn't really see me as a person, then my life, it became a life or death situation. My, like my physical life could be at risk, but also my livelihood could be at risk. An opportunity, a job or whatever it is could all just, just go away. And that's that, that day shifted the way that I looked at myself and, and actually just the way that I continue to show up in the world from the standpoint of actually realizing that I, 
I'm making the world too safe for people. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, it's not needed. That extra work isn't needed. Um, that's the day that I changed my name to Niyama. Um, but where, where most people don't know uh, is this other, other part here. And it, I'm putting it, it's a smile on my face um, because when that person finished that statement, there was another person in the circle, two seats for me, that that put her hands together and said, thank the Lord. Just clapped it, looked up the air and said, thank the Lord. It's like, finally, someone has said to this man. Someone has said the truth to this man. And I remember I, it took me, uh, it felt like an hour after after he delivered that for me to be able to speak again. The next thing I said is I'm now showing up. Nemo's retired. Niyama is now here. And I went to talk to that person who said, thank the Lord, uh, shortly afterwards. And, and she's like, I get you now. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you, you're new to this. You just became a black man four years ago. And it was like, and it was actually that extra step right there, that, el- that element of recognizing that, oh, wait, I am new to being a black person. Like, this is a new thing for me. That ended up shifting the entire way that I started to see in my world and started to give me some space to say, okay, now that I'm here in this space, what does that actually mean for me? So I'll stop. I'll stop my story there. Uh, that's what I. That's what I thought I needed to, to share here and uh, and to to really be in this space. Thank you all. Whoever would like to share next, uh, I can go ahead. They can unmute themselves to share any story of a day that things change for you. I'll go then. <laughs> um, for me, and we talked a little bit about it yesterday in the call around your relationship with power. For me, it hasn't really been one moment. It's been one moment, I think, that kick-started it and then a few other moments that have kind of fed into where I'm at now. And the first moment was nearly a year ago uh, attending the Rich Litvin Intensive. And that was really me for the first time finding my people. Being in a a virtual room even where I was a little apprehensive that I'd be able to connect with people in the same way that I can one-on-one. And I ended up finding deeper connections than I've ever found. And I still remember on the first day I came into this room and was like, oh, wow, I'm surrounded by these amazing people that all think the same way I do and feel the same way I do. And they want to build the same kind of coaching business and serve people. Yeah, this is awesome. And then the second day I started to realize like how freaking amazing some of these people are. You've got people that have worked with Obama. You've got people that have been like World Series poker players, people that have been TV actors and things like that. And very accomplished people. And I distinctly remember on the second day having that feeling of like, holy shit, how did I get in here? Like, (laughs) do I belong here? And I think it's taken me, so the next intensive is actually next week. And I think it's taken me this whole year to believe it. And there's been a few moments where one of them was actually in a conversation with a fellow coach from that intensive And we did a really interesting uh, exercise that I've never done with anyone. He'd never done it with anyone either and wanted to try it. And I said, yeah, I'm in, let's play. And 
it was a very simple exercise where we both just sat there on the call one-on-one and just staring at each other basically. And the only things we were allowed to speak was how that experience, how we were feeling and how we were experiencing that moment. So nothing about the other person, not asking questions of the other person, just what we were feeling or thinking in that moment. And it took a while, but as we kind of got deeper into the exercise, the power that I felt come up in me was something I'd never felt or never been in touch with is probably the better way to describe it. And I think that was the first moment of me maybe coming a bit closer to believing what was really inside of me. The, the level of influence I can have with people, the communication skills I can have, the strategy, the, all of the things that, that make me great at doing what I do. It was the first time getting in touch with that deeper, deeper fire, I guess, inside of me. And so there was that experience. And then kind of more recently, I stepped into making the decision to stop screwing around, basically, to really get serious about my business. I spent the last year doing a lot of that inner work and thinking about that and getting clear on who I was and what I wanted to achieve, how I wanted to serve. And I was kind of in a space of feeling like I needed to do this whole healthy lifestyle thing to show up as a coach. And I don't know exactly where it came from, but I kind of just decided, hell, let's experiment with like letting my wild side out and giving that a space to play and not limiting myself in that area. And the interesting thing around that is that by freeing up that, it's allowed me to free up like and release limitations in all areas of my life. And so like, I've just hired three interns that are going to be working with me over the summer and the experience of creating a program for them and leading in the way that I want to lead, not being restricted by a company or anything else um, and being able to play with that and and not being attached to if it fails or if it succeeds. Um, I woke up from a dream the other day and started writing a book that came from nowhere. Um, I've started mapping out a self-development book as well. I found a four-leaf clover yesterday, people. Like that's never happened. And I've been looking for one for ages and it was growing where the freaking dogs do their business. Okay, So, So there's been a lot of things like that happen since I started playing and experimenting with just freedom, releasing any limitations and just seeing how that feels. And yeah, it's in a, it's, it's got me in a really joyful, good place that was unexpected. And, and finally in a place where, like, I do believe that I am a powerful, badass rebel goddess who is here to help other people find that in themselves. And that's, that's really, that's been the journey of the past year, I think, starting with that, that first moment and a few other moments that have kind of led up to now. But um, yeah, I think that's probably place to end it yeah thank you (laughs) the mic is open thank you tomorrow okay here goes (laughs) My story 
is a bit of um started i guess longer ago and evolved um which is how i'm ever evolving <laughs> in 2017 i found myself very stressed on a job um i finally landed a job at a agency i dreamed and hoped for like since getting before getting my degree um but i was treated as if even though i'm very making a lot of results um i didn't have the credibility because i didn't have the letters so i worked extra hard and didn't take care of myself um but i was growing in my spirituality and didn't recognize it so i put in a lot of effort and heart into helping others which was i was helping people at a mental health agency um i was in the school system with the youth it evolved into not having clients and i began to work with adults and youth well having a history of mental health myself i found myself so stressed and working to i was sitting at my desk trying to catch up on a lot of paperwork and talking thinking i was talking but no one hearing me and started feeling weak and i kept saying i'm taking a break i'm taking a break 6 hours later i'm taking a break i'm taking a break Finally, I went to take a lunch break at five o'clock. I hadn't eaten all day, and I went home and pulled in my drive and stopped. I did not get all the way up to my um, carport. I felt like I was having a stroke, even though I didn't know what a stroke was, and I thought maybe it was any reason on my head was just thumping. Fast forward through calling all of my family and eventually going back to work. I could not speak well. I started to have aphasia, which it wasn't the first time I'd had it, like back in two thousand and nine. And I didn't clue into any signals. Being a person that worked in that field, I had no clue what was going on. I'm like writing it off to everything. Um, but well, I didn't say I had no clue. I had an inkling, but I like no. everything's fine as i always do and all my family's out of town like states away and my friend takes me to the hospital and i didn't know in between the time my family and her are conversing about me but i didn't know what they were saying so i get to one hospital and they said decide to take me to another and all my family decides to meet up because they had said they thought that I was having a mental breakdown. I get to the hospital and I'm fine. I'm extremely tired because I hadn't slept in about 3 5 maybe it consists of 5 days. I had like 30 minutes every other day of sleep. And I get there and things unfold to worse and I mean, this to say there's a lot of hallucinating and delusions and 
Um, but the real aha moment happened in the hospital related to right before going to the hospital. The night before all of this happened, I had this really close spiritual connection with God that I felt like I was really having a nice little conversation. And all of a sudden, I understood everything. And if all the dots connected. And I remember having the conversation and saying to God, I'm not ready to go yet. Because I feel if I know everything, I got it together. My purpose is up. Time is up. And I made a statement and said, no, I don't know what you got planned, but I want to be a part of it. No matter what, can I please help? As I'm in the hospital a day later, going in and out, I realize and I say, this is what I asked for. I had experienced up until that point all different kind of mental symptoms. Um, I did work with all the different people, but never have I known what it was like to hear voices, to see things that to everybody else is not there until that day. And it was the most terrifying thing ever. But I knew I was okay because it was just something I was going through. And the thing is, I had support. And I remember crying, saying, what about the people who don't have people? And in the midst of so-called losing my mind, the real Mary came out. And I told the nurse, who was terrified of me, (laughs) and she was this new girl. Um, It's funny to me, but not to her. And she's like telling me to get undressed and saying, put it in this paper sack. And it's a plastic bag. And she's shaking. And I said, um it's okay. And she looked at me crazy. I said, you're new, aren't you? And she says, (laughs) I said, it's okay. I'm not normally like this. And what I'm going to tell you now is that it's something that'll probably shock you and make you think I'm crazier. But I understand that you're new and you're probably terrified as shit. And I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt anybody in here. If anything, I hurt myself from jumping all over the place. Um, It's going to be okay. And my sister said to her, oh, this is the real Mary, the normal her. She has this gift, and that's how she is. She's not crazy. (laughs) Um, I took that with me. And as I got better, and of course, they put me in this little crazy house, I call it, um, where what it did for me was stop me from being busy and helping everybody else. And I had to take time for myself. I experienced a lot of anxiety from not being around my close support system. And then eventually like overtook the hospital and began to be coaching everybody there. (laughs) So when I came home, I always prayed every day, but I decided that I would not pray because I was confused on spirits and everything that I was talking to. And I'm not going to tap into and use my gift and do any of that. For days, for weeks. And then finally, I couldn't take it anymore. And after they finally changed medicines where I could dream again, I said, I'm back. And it took me about a couple more years to, I made the decision to say, and losing a job, that I'm going to be a life coach. This is what I was meant to be, this is my purpose. This is, I have a mission to tell my story of the different things I went through and I can help people and I'm going to stop running from that 
So I made that commitment back in 2019 and it's been elevation after elevation after elevation ever since. And I don't have any problems with any of so-called mental health issues anymore um, or a lot of the different things that I was having besides me purposely overeating or something like that. Um, so I decided that I'm going to live my life in exuberance. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. Uh, Mary, I'm, I'm present right now. We're going to go to Fari just a bit here, but uh, if, if Fari would like to share. I'm present right now that uh, before you came on, I, I, I shared that I would put up this finger here just to let people know, like, oh, we have five minutes. We're, like, use this to, to wrap up. I'm not necessarily sure if you were there towards that. So it wasn't necessarily that I was trying to cut off, um, but, I, but it was. I did want to make sure that I that, that I was honoring that that part there. So um, I want to, I want I'm like, I feel like there's a bit of a disconnect here. And I'm like, oh, I'm not trying to cut you off. I just want to let like, make, make sure we, we also leave space here. Are you complete right now with, with what you had to share? Thank you then, Mary. Sorry, we will have, we'll have space for you here. Um, and we'll, we'll continue. And then afterwards, we'll just close out this space. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to let uh, Mary go on if she likes to go on, if she needs to speak more. So I can always do it some other sessions. But I feel like Mary needs to uh, vent out and say it, and it's really good for her to say it, because I spoke to her before, and it's wonderful to see her actually talking. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to give the time to Mary. We, we, is, Mary, would you like to continue, love? I'll continue. I only have one more part to that, mm -hmm. um, which is last year before losing my brother and before um, getting to the TE group, I... was that writing. I'm a very creative and I, throughout all the different issues that I've had in life, I've always written. It was an escape for me. I thought it was me getting my freedom, but I realized I was just escaping. And I stopped writing for a very long time. Well, not as long as before, because years before I stopped for years. But I stopped for several months and I felt like this writer block where I couldn't write. And so I sat down and I was determined to write and I started writing. And I just sat there and said, okay, here goes. And I thought that I was writing to myself or writing about writing. And I came up with this piece that I later titled Origin which brought me to the best exuberance that I have known. And I got the name exuberance and for my business by a default, that's not the original name I chose, 
but they said it was too close to another name. So it ended up really being the perfect name. But as I was writing my piece about origin that talks about how I started to experience some of the best times of my life after so much struggle and pain. And I was like the happiest ever. And, but yet I felt lost. And as I kept writing, I realized that I missed the very thing that got me where I was and that kept me all the time, which was my writing. So I thought that's what I was writing about. And then I realized towards the end that I was, my writing was really me I was talking about, that I had lost sight of myself throughout trying to help a lot of people and help them not go through as much as what I went through or extend a hand before things get worse. I realized that where was I in all of it? And what what made me really realize is when my brother passed away and he got murdered in October of last year. And he always never let me make excuses for anything. He never let me wallow in anything. And I was the one person I was always my true self with. And I didn't realize it until he was gone. And when I thought about it, going through my grief and I went back to my piece, the written piece, I realized that, hey, I didn't have my piece of self. And I really lost myself in the midst of trying to save the whole world. And I was the one that needed to be saving. So once I realized that and started to work on Mary, um, things got better. And I began to be more of that fearless person and fearless coach and step into my power and not just be a cheerleader for people, but really share my story, realize what I've actually lived and don't stop giving a damn about what everybody else thinks about my story. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll let you know, I, I'm feeling a lot right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. Mary, I'm very, I'm, I'm grateful for, for you. I'm grateful for all of you here. Um, there's something, there's something here that um, we created this space specifically with the, um, with the format and structure of like, of not necessarily sharing back in this space right now about how we, how each of these stories have impacted us. But I, I will just say like, and I think I'll like, I am moved in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like to do here is I want to acknowledge each of you. I want to acknowledge each of your stories here. And it's interesting for me. I'll let you know, you, you all know me. I, I play things out in real time. My messiness is out in real. Uh, there's a part of me that feels like I just want to sit, sit here and just like really continue to be in space with you. And what I also am really grateful for is that we have this container of the World Joy Movement that allows us to 
keep going even further, keep understanding more of each other and continuing to, to talk to each other, right? So you have the platform, you can reach out in different messages or in, 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 the, in the, the feed that's there. Um, and I want to just thank you all. I want to thank you for, for engaging in this, this, this conversation. Faria, I, I, I see you in, in the, the deliberate decision to, to see what was needed in this moment Mm-hmm. And and do what and to do what you could to extend into that moment, right? Absolutely. And, and that like I, I really want to acknowledge that I said I said earlier here, the content is one thing, but the context is everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so there's just like like how we had this conversation, how we created space for each other, uh, and so forth. Like I really just want to want to call all that out in this space here. We're going to we're going to end this conversation as it is. Um, and to me, it feels like a dot, 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 an ellipsis, or like a comma. I'm like, oh, I want to resolve. And I think I'm actually going to take that uh, the element here uh, and actually allow, allow, allow for the tension that I feel, as well as the, um, how do I say it, the openness of my heart. I really feel like the heart channel has been like opened up right here uh, and allow that to be part of the thing that guides us and guides me throughout this day to go through and see what, what might it be like to hear one other person's story a story a, a person that you might think, you know, everything around or you've, you've, and then to continue to see more and more from them. Can we close this space with, um, with us going around each of us individually, just going on to share what's one insight that you had from this conversation or one question, one thing that you're that you like to either explore or take away with you. We'll go around uh, each of us here um, to give us a space to close out, and then we'll close the space. All right, um, Fari, why don't we start with you? Then we'll go to tomorrow. Then we'll go to Mary. It's always wonderful to be a listener and listen others. Thank you, Fari. Uh, Mary, one thing from your story where you said that the crazy house allowed you to focus on self and slow down, that was a perspective I've never heard anyone express. And that really stuck with me. I had to write it down. So thank you for that. Thank you. Mary? The inside out thing that there's a time to listen and there's a time to speak. Mm-hmm. Amen. Deeply appreciative of all of you here. Uh, I look forward to our next conversation. You can go to beworldjoy.com to see our upcoming conversations. And I'll give you all a heads up here. Um, we're, about to, we're about to move into World Joy Movement 1.1. Uh, two weeks in, we've already, we're already iterating up here. Um, and just more opportunities for us to come with different types of containers, different formats, different reasons for us to, to come together uh, and really build our community as well as continue to bring out some of these spaces from coaching, to conversations, to energy management, and beyond. Um, we're going to have some fun with this year, and we're going to continue to create spaces for depth and real connection and beyond. All right? With much love and much joy. Same back to you all. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. It's the World Joy Movement. Yeah! What was your greatest insight from this conversation? And if you want to come and be a part of a conversation like this live, it's really simple. Just go to BeWorldJoy.com and come introduce yourself and let's take the conversation to the next level because you're there now. All right, let's play.